Greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Mike, and I'm at home in one of the upstairs rooms of my house with my Bible open to Ezekiel chapter 22, where it says, starting in verse 30, I looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it, but I found no one. So I will pour out my wrath on them and consume them with my fiery anger, bringing down on their own heads all they have done, declares the Sovereign Lord. We've been talking about how nothing happens to advance the kingdom of God without fervent, focused, and united prayer. We've talked about fervent prayer, desperate prayer that reflects God's heart and God's desires for people and cities. God's heart is for the lost to come to know him and for the land to be healed. This will only happen, this will only come to pass if there are people praying and interceding. God is looking for those who will build up the wall and to stand in the gap for people and cities so that God will withhold his righteous judgment, and show his mercy. Now, why is that? Why is God looking for people who will intercede? 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says that God, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory. So as unbelievers, our eyes were blinded, it says here, by the God of this world, so that we could not see the truth of the light of the gospel. Now, if this is true, and it is because the scripture declares it, how is it that anybody comes to Christ? It's through intercessory prayer. Because this is a statement of fact. I would not be a Christian unless somebody had prayed for me. And that's true of all of us. If you're listening to me right now and you're a believer, that you would not be a Christian had it not been for the fact that someone at some time had prayed for you. Jesus explains how this works in Matthew chapter 12, verse 29, where he says, Or again, How can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions unless he first ties up the strong man? Then he can plunder his house. Satan is holding hostage people whom God has purchased with his blood and yet are lost because they have not placed their faith in him. Satan is the strong man, the God of this world, as as he was called in the previous verse. And Jesus said, unless that strong man is bound, we cannot carry off his possessions. So how is he bound? Through intercessory prayer. This is focused prayer that has an understanding of two realities. One is that God is holy and just and therefore must judge sin. And secondly, God is loving and gracious and has himself made provision for the salvation of sinners. It is this grappling in prayer on behalf of those people that is the essence of spiritual warfare. 
when I pray for my friend or my family member or neighbor who is not saved, I pray in two directions. And that is, firstly, I bind the enemy who is blinding the eyes of that person in the stronger name of Jesus. We've been given spiritual authority as believers to bind the enemy from covering the eyes of that person's spirit in Jesus' name. The hostage can't bind the strong man. They need an intercessor. And then secondly, I loose the Holy Spirit to draw that person and to place an opportunity in that person's life to hear the gospel. John 6.44 says that nobody comes to faith, nobody comes to the Father, Jesus said, unless the Spirit draws them. It is He, the Scripture says, who has made His light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory. God, through the Holy Spirit, brings revelation of himself, the reality of his presence. Now, because the blinders have been pulled back, they will have an, a genuine opportunity to respond to God in faith, where before there was a barrier that prevented the gospel from penetrating their hearts and minds. In Matthew 18, verses 18 through 20, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Jesus said, what you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. Jesus is interceding for us and has loosed answers to prayers that he is waiting for us to pray so that the answers will be loosed on earth. As intercessors, we're aligning our hearts with God's heart and our prayers with his prayers, prayers to set captives free and restore sight to the blind, prayers of blessing to see the destiny of God fulfilled in people's lives, homes, churches, schools, businesses, prayers to remove the enemy from the high places of our cities and nations, that Jesus would reign and transform our cities. Hebrews 7, 25 and 26 says, Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. Such a high priest truly meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Prayer is the key to transformation. The focus of our prayers are for the people and places God loves and has redeemed. Right now, they are under judgment and separated from the grace of God. But in prayer, we're raiding the strong man's house and storming the gates of hell. Many years ago, I remember being challenged by somebody who asked me, of the last 10 times you prayed, how many of those prayers were for the lost? And I remember that because at that moment, I had to honestly admit, zero, that my prayers were consumed with my own needs, my own situation, myself. They weren't focused on those who God's heart was breaking for. But the Bible says in Ezekiel, God looks for those who will stand in the gap 
and build up a wall in prayer because nothing happens to advance the kingdom of God without fervent, focused, and united prayer. Amen.